I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. Our guest today is Jerry Bologna, the president and CEO of the Jefferson Parish Economic Development Commission. JEDCO is an independent arm of parish government that works to grow new businesses in the area. Since Ida hit, it's been providing resources and information to help the business community recover. Today, we'll talk about the challenges business owners have faced since the August 29th storm. Jerry, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rich. Happy to be here. All right. First of all, how, how did Ida affect Jefferson Parish businesses? Well, that's that's a great question. As as most people know, Jefferson is is so diverse geographically. Um, you know, starting at the tip down in Grand Isle and Lafitte, low lying areas, which has been well documented how devastated those communities have been. Uh, the damage there is is really unspeakable, and we've been offering resources and, and trying to help down there. Uh, I think as you get into the levy protection system. Uh, as you go from from west uh, west to east in the parish, the damage gets a little less and less um, limited uh, to to wind damage and and um, you know one of the big problems our businesses have faced is just the loss of, of power and the disruption in the in the supply chain yet again uh, just just getting over COVID and, and now now another disruption and we've seen businesses in the eastern part of the parish that you know think it's businesses as normal. They want to pick up, they want to move on and, and, and they should. Um, while, while some of the folks in the Western part of the parish, the lower lying parts of the parish, they, they've just really suffered a lot of damage and we're, we're trying to reach out and offer the support where we can. Are there some specific challenges you've heard about? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, supply chain issues are certainly, um, you know, they've been amplified since, uh, the COVID crisis, uh, even more so now, businesses having trouble, uh, at least in the early days, getting fuel, getting uh, getting supplies in so they can continue their business. Um, we, we've seen problems with the mail service, the electrical service. Uh, we've, of course, become so reliant on technology and telecommunications that without uh, reliable Internet and telephone lines, uh, that that's been a real challenge for our businesses because they they do business on a global basis, not just here locally, and uh, it's it's impacted our businesses. What about any examples of tenacity or resourcefulness? Have you seen people do another pivot? Yeah, I think uh, you know we we've had companies, uh, local companies that are helping out their neighbors. We've had uh, companies here locally that are part of contracts to already start the rebuilding. For example, in Grand Isle uh, and Lafitte, and they they have these subcontracts, so they're already pivoting their business to, even though they may have been impacted themselves, they're now serving the other communities as part of their their business, and. Um, you know, our businesses have learned to be resilient. They've learned uh, that that every one of these disruptions in the workplace is different, and they have to react differently each time. And, and we've learned that, that no two disasters or no two disruptions are, are similar. And, and our businesses have become, uh, unfortunately, some of the experts in resiliency, and uh, and they respond accordingly. 
I was writing something last week and just thinking about how in the last 18 months we've had, you know, four COVID spikes and the hurricane last year and the hurricane this year. And it's just one thing after another. And at some point for, for some, you know, especially small business owners, people trying to keep their restaurant staffed or, the, you know, get the, the supplies they need to, to cook a meal. It must just be unbelievably frustrating at this point. I think it's frustrating. Absolutely. Our businesses recognize that. We recognize that. It's part of the reason when we um, adopted our long-term strategic plan last year, uh, a five-year strategic plan, we really looked at it through the lens of resiliency. How do we harden our economy? How do we diversify our economy? How do we prepare our businesses to be more resilient? Uh, because these disruptions, regardless of where you're located, uh, you know, Texas had freezes and, and things they weren't prepared for. But uh, I think regardless of where you are, the disruptions to the economy seem to be coming uh, faster and, and, and more frequently. And, uh, and I think that's one of the things we look to tackle as a parish is how do we how do we help prepare our businesses to be more resilient and how do we, how do we harden our economy? Um, you know, through COVID certainly the, um, the mobile workforce and, and, and uh, the ability to work from home and, and, and remotely uh, that that's been something that I think helped a lot of companies through hurricane Ida um, maintain their, um, you know, their pace uh, because they had just been through, through COVID and a lot of them were doing uh, remote work uh, prior to Hurricane Ida. So I think those, as technology advances, it allows uh, more of these advancements to uh, to help in times of need like this. So what resources are needed right now for business owners restarting? Well, the ones that are well-documented, uh, of course, uh, you know, we're encouraging our businesses to apply for their FEMA assistance file for their insurance claims uh, where necessary, where needed. Uh, the SBA has their idle loans and, and, and disaster loans. Uh, but one of the things we're advocating for uh, and working with our federal delegation is to see uh, how do we perhaps get some forgiveness of earlier loans. We, we have businesses in this community that are still paying on Katrina-related disaster loans now they've they've taken out disaster loans, uh, economic injury loans related to COVID. The last thing businesses need to, in a time like this is to assume assume even more debt. Uh, so I think our businesses really really need a break when they when they've been battered uh, so many times in the last couple of years, and and uh, that's one of the things we're advocating for. Uh, but we're we're going to look for any resource uh, to provide to our businesses. We we learned. Uh, you know, after Hurricane Katrina, that one of the greatest resources we could provide as an economic development agency is just providing accurate and timely information. It's paramount. So we talked about some of the ways that Jedco is providing support. What was your pl plan of attack? Well, we, we started actually really within a few hours of Ida touching uh, ground. We actually started reaching out proactively to our companies, trying to see where where the needs were. Um, that continues today. We're encouraging all of our businesses to fill out the assessment form so we know uh, where issues are still uh, present so that we can provide resources to, uh, to satisfy those needs. Uh, we're offering transitional office space right now. So as companies still have a need for telecommunications and Internet and, and electricity in some, some instances, 
Uh, we're offering some transitional office space at JetGo. Uh, so we're just trying to provide resources wherever we can. Wherever we see a need, we try to react very quickly. Does it feel like this week, today, in particular, things are starting to return to a normal flow? I, I think so. I, I think power was the big the big issue. I think once once companies started to get their power back, they, they can get their employees back, um, you know, uh, employers had trouble getting their employees back while they didn't have power at their own homes and the comforts uh, of home. Uh, so I think that was a big issue. The next, uh, the next thing probably was to, um, internet. We're so reliant on our cell phones and, and internet connectivity uh, for business. That was um, a big issue as that's returned to a little more normalcy. Uh, a lot of our businesses are trying to hit their stride again here, which, um, you know, in my mind, is actually a, a, a big success. And, and I think this community passed a big test with the uh, the funds that were provided post-Katrina to improve our levy systems and our drainage. Um, those, those things worked this time. So the fact that we had a Category 4 storm slow-moving that just battered the area, the fact that, um, you know, just a couple of weeks later, uh, we have many of our businesses already back in action uh, in the in the uh, area. Uh, I do think um, shows that we've passed a big test here. In the last 18 months, you know, we've had these four spikes of the pandemic. We've had the two hurricanes. In light of that, as you look at your task and just the Jefferson Parish economy in general, what makes you worried about the future and what makes you optimistic? I think, uh, you know, the optimism comes from the diversity of our economy. Um, through COVID, Jefferson Parish really showed an uptick in, in revenues. I think nobody would have predicted that going into uh, shutdowns and stay-at-home orders. Uh, the fact that we emerged from, from COVID last year and actually had an uptick in revenues speaks well to the diversity of our economy. Uh, so that, you know, that gives me great hope for the future as we continue to build a more resilient economy. I think in terms of, of apprehension, you know, you never want to see your community uh, deal with disasters like this. And, and we've, we've dealt with them. We've dealt with hurricanes. We've dealt with oil spills and pandemics. Uh, they're never easy. And, and you worry about exhaustion from the business community. Um, but I think we, we do have a good story to tell, and, and the more resilient we are, uh, I think this continues to be a destination for business. Jerry Bologna, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.